0: ...been pronged to drinking, heavy. You can call it alcoholism if you want to, but he was drinking. And too much of it, and then he had a bad habit of fighting in the saloons and in the barrooms. He couldn't quit getting enough of this pain and agony because he was defeated in all sense. It had only came down to one night when one of his, and probably his best friend, lay dead in a barroom brawl over in the Kentucky side. It was then, on his long walk home, shaking. The good Lord give him a sign, as he called it. Lightning struck a tree right next to him. It hit so hard that it split the double barrels of his shotgun. It sat there and knocked the shoes off the mule that he'd been riding. And he stood up and didn't have a scratch on him. He could hear that song. He wanted to say, oh, Lord. He wanted to say something. But he heard the song from Sunday night church. And as he walked in, they were singing, give me that old time religion. mother who had never given up on him saw the change in the young man. The church of Christ would become a foundation. He became a pacifist and a believer in the Bible, started teaching Sunday school, and started, as we call it, forgiving his fellow man for the sins and their ways of life that didn't conform to the life of a pacifist. Alvin sat there and went back and started seeing his childhood sweetheart, Gracie Williams, and it was there he decided to become a farmer, a real farmer, he would try to purchase 40 acres of bottom land. And there he could raise a family and have a marriage to Gracie. He went out and used his shooting ability at the turkey shoots and the hunts, and he raised money for almost a month to pay for that acreage. He finally won enough money at that last shoot, and he'd come across the holler, only to find out that his oh one old boy that never did like him too much had already purchased the land from the farmer. But instead of fighting, instead of hurting somebody, Alvin turned the cheek and walked away. Alvin said, I'll have to try all over again, but at least I'll do it the right way. Within days, life would change with this young man. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time you know his name. Alvin C. York is what the paper said when it came from Washington, D.C. It was his registration for the draft to enter the United States Army. Once he volunteered to go on in, he notified his commanding officer that he was a pacifist, a conscientious objector, and the record book even states that he's a sole support for his mother. But thanks in part at Camp Gordon, There in Georgia, his commanding officers, Captain Dansford from Georgia himself and Captain Buxton from Rhode Island, convinced him that instead of straight Bible, he ought to read one other book about the United States of America. The history book showed where Americans have gone out day after day, even though they believed in God, they believed in the wisdom of pacifism, but they would serve the United States when needed. There he opened up a page. And he saw a story about Daniel Boone. And there he noticed and read how Boone didn't want to be going to war, but he went anyway. He served his country. And stories of Jake Parrott, the first Congressional Medal of Honor winner, a shy young man from Ohio of 19. He read stories after stories in that history book that convinced him that there was a purpose for him serving in the Army. After a short leave at home, he came back And there he told his commanding officers he would fight. Even though the papers had been sent to him to get him out, he wouldn't sign them. And he shipped out with the 82nd Division, the 328th Regiment, to France. Under the command of General Blackjack Pershing, our boys were sent over to fight. The expeditionary forces arrived, and the French will never forget when they finally landed on the shores of France. Now... The time changes to October of 1918 at a little hill in the Meuse-Argonne forest. It was an offensive established by the French to break through the Hindenburg line. The name of the little town was Chateau chez It was there that York and 14 other privates and non-coms were faced with the enemy. At the bottom of the hill laid into the ridge was a machine gun nest. They were ordered to infiltrate, go behind the lines, try to get to the machine gun nest, wipe them out, and stop them from firing on the men of the 328th. York and Sergeant Early... The other boys worked their ways around.